Hi, I'm Liz Stokel. And I'm Debbie Rude. We're Dancing with Skeletons. We know what it's like to keep our past hidden away, like skeletons in a closet. We also know the healing that comes from acknowledging who we used to be and how much we've learned. So every once in a while, we dance with our skeletons. So come dance with us. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Debbie. How are you today? I'm okay. You know what? I'm sorry. I was just crying, so I'm trying to get my voice back. Um, it will anyway. come back. <laughs> oh, my I've been gosh. crying all week, so there you yeah. go. I know. It's I just, know. Yeah. It's you been, know what? It's been a while. How? I know. We, <laughs> listen, we have made it. Whoops. There goes my watch. We have made a commitment to record regularly this year. Yes. And yet, life has gotten in the way. Has gotten in the way. Big time. Week <clears throat> after week after week. It's been a thing. It's been a shit show, people. <laughs> it really kind of has. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. <laughs> I mean, it's totally been a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. There's been so many things. Um, and so trying to kind of regroup and get our feet back on the ground and kind of get our direction back and our yeah. focus back. And, you know, and and even in that, don't know what life's going to bring, you know, don't know what, right? right. I mean, right. but we have a lot of, we have a lot of busybody stuff happening in our, in our little sphere. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. I have tons and tons and tons and tons of work and we've got a big show coming up and there's a lot yeah. going on. You know, it's funny, um, during the pandemic, we talked um, on one of the podcast episodes about what the pandemic has taught us. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was, I want to say yes to more things. And for me, you wanted <laughs> to, to say, say no. no to more things. <laughs> and yet, it, it seems that it has been exactly the opposite. Mm -hmm. Why is that? <laughs> And you have said yes to so many things that you have just kept yourself well, very, very, very busy. And part of that is your nature. It is. You're definitely kind of a workaholic. I would say if I have any kind of ism, it's, it's workaholicism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you do um, like to keep busy. It's something you like to do. I like to feel productive. I do. Right. And I like projects. Right. And I, you know, I do. Um, I haven't really said yes to anything new. Right. It's just a lot of things have kind of ramped and amped up. Right. So, but there has so things that kind of came to a halt during the pandemic mm -hmm. have ramped back up again. Yeah. And so that has that has moved you into another busy season. Yeah. I mean, I've backed off on. I actually have backed off on a few things. Okay. Um, but um, then there are things that will be coming to an end right. in in May. Right. Well, actually, what, I mean, our, our big concert will be done in another week or so. Right. So that huge project will be done. So that'll be one thing. And then I'm in this Leadership Fresno class, um, and that will be done in May. So those are, and those are two pretty big things. So those two things will be done. Um, I don't have very many singing engagements. I do have one tomorrow, but I don't have a ton. I have a, a few scattered here and there, but not, not many. Um, and still, you know, kind of dealing with the situation with my mom. Right. She's not been well, and um, so I've still got that. And 
Um, is your mountain house for sale? We're going to put it back on the market. Okay. Yeah, we're going to put it back on the market. I have not heard from the realtor yet. She's okay. supposed to call me. Um, but my my work world has been, um, I found myself sort of in a crisis mode right. within the last, last few weeks uh, regarding work. And um, I thought I would maybe share a little bit about that this morning. Um, so... Um, I know we don't really have a topic necessarily this morning, but we both have stuff going on in our lives. You know, I think in in kind of talking before we started recording, I think the topic is really about community. And yeah. we've talked about community before. Yeah, we have. Um, but in this instance, it's, you know, what, what I, I posted a meme the other day that I thought really, you know, wrapped up exactly what I think. And it was, don't ex- stop expecting you from other people. Hmm. And, yeah. and I thought, you know what, that is exactly what my problem is. And it's kind <laughs> of been my problem since I was a kid, is I kind of expect me yeah. from other people. Right. I expect other people to behave or respond in the way that I would behave or respond. That's, 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 a, that's a good insight, Liz. Yeah. And that's not fair. That's not fair. You know, because probably probably not. But at the same time, you know, you 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 treat others the way you would want to be treated, treated. But I guess you have to take the expectation little factor out of that. Right. Because because when you have an expectation, then you get disappointed and then you get hurt and all of that. So that is really the basis of all disappointment Mm -hmm. is that. Our expectations are too high. And I don't think my expectations are too high, quote unquote. Right. I think that they are human. I think that they are <laughs> yeah. kind, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some people, that can be difficult. Yeah. Um, and I get it because of time, because of, um, I think there's just a, a, you know, some people are just bad. Yeah. <laughs> They or are uncaring, yeah. you know, and yeah. they do, it's you know, or selfish. And well, it's just humanity. Yeah, I mean, and and, and to that point, I'll share. Yeah. Uh, what kind of happened without going into too much detail, but in terms of expectation, right? Um, <clears throat> uh, I. As most of you know, I run a music school, mm-hmm. and our music school is part of a marketing group. And I will not mention any names or anything today, but our music school is part of a marketing group. And that marketing group has been extremely helpful to helping our school grow. And um, I've, I'm very grateful to, to have been, been, that we still are a part of this marketing group. Is it perfect? No. Is anything perfect? No. Are there things I don't like about it? Yes. But in the overall big picture, I'm, you know, we, our school has really benefited, benefited from being a part of this. So... I say that to say within the marketing group, so there's music schools that are from all over the world. They've got, there's music schools, I, I want to say there's one in New Zealand, there's one in the Virgin Islands. Wow. They've got music schools everywhere. Wow. There's hundreds of, uh, of schools are, are a part of this thing. Okay. And there is one in our community. Okay. And um, I recently found out that there were there are some pretty in my opinion unfair and unethical uh, marketing things happening right now 
you know, I've had many, many, many discussions with many, many people about this, and it's about half and half. Half, peop- half of the people say, well, that's just capitalism. Get used to it. And then there's another half of the pe- folks who say, well, yeah, that's pretty crappy. Right. You know, is it illegal? I don't know the things that are happening. Again, I'm not going to go into any detail, but right. I was crushed. Yeah. We'll just say that I was crushed because my expectation is and still is that, yes, we are competitors. That is true. Mm-hmm. But we are also neighbors and we're also in the same marketing group and we're also trying to do the same thing in the world. We're both trying to bring beauty and music to kids and adults into to the world and help the planet be a better, happier place. Right. Period. Right. And to, to learn that this kind of thing is happening, it just crushed me. Because like you said, I have an expectation. I wouldn't do that. My, ex- my, my yeah. expectation is apparently way too high for <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> so because silly you, uh, you're all about because silly me, <laughs> right? So I just you know I just don't get it, and so um, I have spent. I'm much better now. This past week, I've been way better about it, and I've have I let it go all the way? No, but. I'm in a much better place about it. But I was crushed and I was pissed. Right. I mean, I was just pissed. Right. Because, again, this is not something you would ever do. No. Yeah. And um, I probably didn't behave the, the best way. I, um, I was very vocal with the person who runs that other school about how I feel about it and there was profanity involved. We've established that you are very good at profanity. We have. It's, you know, it, we have. It's, it, it, it's, because, I, I, it's because you're so bright. People who are smart use a lot of profanity. Isn't that what we've determined? We have, well, it's a study. There are studies show. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all that to say, um, I, yes. So my expectations were, were shattered. So, but what I did, and I, and, and, and. After you expressed your anger to the person. After I expressed, yeah, and, and all of that, um, I decided that I needed to reach out to my community for support and to just get a little bit of love because um, I felt very destabilized with the emotions that I was having. I, I think I've told maybe you, a couple other people, that maybe five times in my whole life, I could count them on one hand, have I been so mad that I have like really, really come after and sort of blasted somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not, it's not who I am, it's not who I wanna be. At the same time, I had to do it. It's like the, the, the little nozzle on the tea kettle just went bee, and I just, even Jesus flipped tables. Yeah. Come on, Dan. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, and, and I'll say this, too. There, there are other things going on in our business. Our bank account got hacked. We're switching over to a new software program, and there's been many, many issues with that. And then put that in with my mom. And it, it was just sort of a perfect storm of being overwhelmed, right? So I put it out on Facebook, and I really was vague on Facebook because 
first of all, there's too much to be very it's, specific yeah, it, yeah, about. Yeah, it's too it's hard. Too much. Yeah. Um, and number two, nobody, we don't have an obligation no. to to be anything other than what we want to be and to give any more information right. than we want to put out. Right. And, and you know, I mean, even now in this little environment, you know, I'm, I'm saying things and if people wanted to figure out, like, who it is, they probably could. But my intent wasn't to to blast somebody on social media, right? And and to right. try to bring that person down because I don't I'm not doing that. That that's just as shitty, right? So right. I'm not doing that. Right. Um, at the same time, like I said, I felt destabilized, and I didn't feel like I almost felt like I wasn't even in my body or something. It just it was very odd. So I reached out on Facebook and I shared as much as I felt like I could. I tried to share, I tried to do it in a way that wouldn't make people think like I was sick or something like that. Um, but I know I worried a lot of people and that made me feel bad, right? Because I, I got a lot of private messages and are you okay? Are you sick? You know, that kind of thing. And I, that, that made me feel bad. And so um, I, at, at the same time, I got hundreds of little pe- of people responding and I read those responses over and over and over and I cried and wept and read them and it really did help me that's awesome it really really did help me and you know the the prayers and the positive energy from the people around me and the, there were people on there that I don't even really know who said things to me There was a lady in my Rotary Club the other day who um, had read it. And then when I got to Rotary, she's a new Rotarian, and I don't know her well. And she just said the kindest things to me. And she said, I don't even really know you, Debbie, but I know this. And, you know, and so it really, really helped. So I guess my my point is, like, you know, maybe... it's hard to know exactly what to share again because I didn't want to. I didn't want to blast anybody. At the same time, I needed some help, right. right? And so, finding that fine balance of how to do that. I mean, that sort of is what social media is for, you know, reaching out and, I, right. you know, I mean, yes, I like. I'm the one who wants to just share, you know, kittens and puppies, <laughs> and I don't want to share anything bad. <laughs> You know, so, um, yeah, I don't know. That's So that's, you know. Well, I think that I feel that your community responded exactly the way a community is supposed to react. Yeah, yeah. They, they reacted with love and concern and, you yeah. know, prayers and, and positivity. Yeah. And you got cards and you got you know, affirmations. That's exactly what a community is supposed to do. Right. Um, and if if you feel any guilt, which you've expressed a little bit of guilt. Yeah, like I worried people. Over, and I, yeah, <laughs> over how they reacted. Well, that's not your burden, you know. That's not your burden it, because we can... We have all the authority in the world over the things we say and do, mm-hmm. but we don't have any authority about how someone else is going to react to right. the things we say and do. Right. Sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative. Right. Um, but 
they, your community responded exactly the way I would hope a community would react. Right. And, and there may have been one or two people who thought that, you know, you were too vague and why didn't you give more information? Well, those are people who have, are expecting them from others. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That meme, don't yeah. stop expecting yeah. you from others. Yeah. They were expecting themselves from others. Oh, I'm somebody who vomits every piece of information in the world, therefore why aren't you vomiting every yeah, yeah, yeah. piece yeah. of information? Well, and, and that's not your responsibility because even those people still, it was out of an abundance of love and concern right. that they said, hey, we want more information. Right. And, and, and I've been thinking about, you know, maybe posting again now that I'm, now that I'm settled down. Now I think I could kind of give a little bit more about what it was. I can say it, it, was, a, it was business matters. That's not health. It wasn't health, and it's right. business matters that, that, or whatever I would say. Ran them up. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and just, and I, and I think I could share it in a way, again, without disclosing who. I don't need to go into any of that. Um, and so I think I could do that. So, yeah, that's, um, but I did want to read one of the cards <clears throat> that a friend of mine sent Please me. Do. And um, I think what this you know we talk about and we've talked about this a lot on this podcast about like being transparent and you know I know that there's sometimes a fine line between how much you share to to you know your your I mean your close friends you can share whatever you want but I'll say that the, then that next layer of folks out there like how much is too much to share you know how you know I've had people tell me that I need to kind of have more of a, a business front and, you know, blah, blah kind of stuff, <laughs> which I, I, I am they not. They want you to be a mullet. They want you yeah, to be just, business in the front and party in the back. Just yeah. leave it in the back. Yeah, just don't, don't go there. <laughs> and, you know, I've always felt like I wanted to be a transparent person. And that was, that always felt important to me. And it, especially when it related to, Christian ministry and like me being up on stage in a Christian environment talking and sharing I never wanted to feel like I was just fake I wanted to be real whatever that meant you know back then but this is what this card says so before you read it I just want to describe it a little bit it is homemade yes it has some handwritten words Mm -hmm. it also has something that looks like it was printed off of a a very old printer or a typewriter even Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um some beautiful words it has some music notes like stamped on Mm -hmm. it and a picture of a clown holding a baby on the inside yeah Yeah. all right so yeah (laughs) it's adorable it's a a very creative it's very act of love yeah and this person who sent it to me i've known for many many years yeah and um he he is a dear dear man to my heart so it says this is all it says it is deeply poignant that we should expend so much effort on trying to look strong before the world when it is really only the revelation of the somewhat embarrassing sad melancholy and anxious parts of ourselves that make us endearing to others and transform strangers into friends. Oh, Deb. That's just, 
that any fears that you might have of oversharing, yeah. doesn't that kind of squelch it, it? I When I got this card and I read that, I, again, wept. Right. Like, it's just beautiful, soul-piercing words for me. And I, and I told him, this is probably in my top 10 favorite cards that I've ever gotten from anybody, and I will save this forever because that, I don't know if he wrote that right. or if he found that, but my sense is that come that comes from him. Well, he's such a creative, beautiful being. And I just want to say that the clown holding the baby on the inside has a shirt that says "Hugs Not Drugs," yeah. <laughs> which I just think is so so adorable yeah. and, yeah. and precious. Yeah. And so it's just yeah. you know. But that I mean, really, it's like we we there's got to be some transparency. So that people know that you're a real person. Yeah. At the same time, we don't need to just overshare. And so, I'll just this this card and these words speak to me on all kinds of levels. You know, I mean, I have a counseling appointment after this, and I can overshare in there. <laughs> you know, I think though um, that if we would not uh, shame people for how they want to share or not share. Yeah. You know, it's not our job to to judge and shame people for being who they are put on this earth to be, right. who they were created to be. And you know what? I am not the same person I was five years ago. I'm definitely not the same person I was 30 years ago. And you know what? God willing, I will not be the same person in five years that I am today. Right. Because it is our... It is human nature to grow and change. Yeah. And, you know, us shaming people for being who they are at that moment is so, um, it, it's so mean. Yeah. And especially when you're a part of a community. You know, we have, we have some very dear friends who are uh, struggling with a health crisis with a child. Mm-hmm. And... I have so appreciated how they have been incredibly honest Me too. with their boundaries. Me too. And, you know, they have shared every detail of their child's journey that they can share. But they've also said, please refrain from saying certain this, things, certain things <clears throat> to us yeah. because we have to keep all of our energy for right. our child. Right. And, you know, that is such wisdom. It, it is. You know, such wisdom. It really, really is. And, and I'm, I have so much respect for that family. Yeah. And so much. And, you know, the good thoughts and the good energy. But it reminds us that we can't help that family by being us. You know what I'm saying? Yes. By being, you know, in other words, don't expect you from other people. Yeah. You know, that's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I might want to say A, B, C, D, E, F, G to these people, but they have specifically asked that you don't say that. Right. So, you know what? Here's what I'm going to be. I'm just going to say I'm here and I love you guys. And I'm so sorry that you're having to go through this because they don't want to hear A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right. Which I think is incredible, you know, incredibly brave of them to speak out like that. And And I think that that is what it's so important that we respect. You know, if somebody vomits every single piece of information they want out to on the Internet 
Well, that's because that is their community and that is how they want to interact with mm -hmm. their community. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to criticize that. Right. You know, we don't have to, we can just, we can scroll on by. I was gonna say, we can look at it and scroll on by and. Yeah, and exactly. we don't have to, to comment on it. We don't have to judge that. We, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. whether it's a whole lot of information or not a lot of information, mm -hmm. we're all just trying to connect with one another. Yeah. That's what we're all trying to do. Well, and, and social media has become, I mean, yeah, it, it it's become tricky. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know that the inventors of social media ever quite knew what they were getting into. <laughs> Well, I think the inventors of Facebook just wanted to, you know, give right. a hookup kind of yeah, thing that's where what people I mean. knew yeah. where other people were and yeah. saying, hey, I'm at such and such a place, come join us kind of thing, right. as opposed to, right. you know, what it has become. But for better or for worse, Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, all of those things have become a community yeah. uh, for better or for worse. Yeah. And in every community... In every family, there are, you know, the wonderful people, and there's the Uncle Rons who are just absolute assholes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And um, you know, that's and that's that's the way family is. That's the way community is. Yeah. Communities are interesting, and there's, you know, you've got your community at large, and then your smaller little communities, yeah. and then your little bigger ones, or yeah. maybe this one over here and here. We all have lots of communities with maybe different personalities, and I don't know. But we need those communities. But we need and, those communities. You know, I think one of the things I've been grappling with over the last couple of years especially is what is it about one situation that people will just respond with love and, you know, kindness and financial donations and food and all the things, you know, all the practical things that you need to get through that. Mm -hmm. But another situation and they're just like, you know what, you need to get over it. Right. I mean, people are so judgmental when the, re when the reality is, is whether it's the, the illness of a child or the, the struggles in owning a business, or whether it's, you know, a broken down car. I was gonna say that, yeah. It doesn't matter, those things are hard when you're going through it, mm -hmm. you know? And we need to be kind. You know, it doesn't help somebody who is struggling with, say, oh, I don't know, what would be just a simple problem, you know, like a flat tire, Yeah. you know? If somebody's on their way to a very important meeting and they have a flat tire, it's, that's big, that is it's an a big, immediate it's a big crisis. Yeah, it's a big problem. <laughs> it's a big problem. Yeah. And it can be a huge crisis. Mm -hmm. And so responding to that, when somebody says, you guys, I have a flat tire, is, you know, I need some help or whatever. And for people saying, well, at least you don't have, mm -hmm. you know, at least you've got your health. Well, how is that helpful? Right. Well, my and my tendency is to, I mean, I have little weird things that go wrong, and I I usually don't post any of that kind right. of stuff. Right. I, you know, right. I just it's just my things to deal with. I don't really, you know, yeah. I only post something. I mean, in fact, I was thinking, you know, when's the last time I posted something like that, asking for 
you know, I mean, I did, I put a GoFundMe out to help raise money for the wall and all that. Uh -huh, right. The wall. The wall. Not that kind of wall. Not that kind of wall. She did not build that I kind of wall. I didn't build that kind of wall. Um, but, you know, but, but that, that, even that is different than the post that I had made about really specifically feeling like I needed some help. Right. Emo some emotional and spiritual and soul help. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah. I, I mean, and I, a lot of people do post little, little, the little things that are right and wrong and, you know, right. all, all of that. And it's, and I, I have a friend who will post things about, I can't believe that they just made my sandwich wrong. I was so yeah, looking forward yeah, to yeah. the sandwich yeah, and they like made I it wrong. But you know what? That's, I remember, oh. I mean, it's, it's well, okay. One it's time, okay that that's what she wants to put. Thank God that, that a bad sandwich is the worst thing that she's going through today. Yeah. But I want to know about her life, and right. I appreciate hearing well, about her sandwich. I got you know in I, mean? I got in trouble one time for posting. Um, I posted a picture of a salad, and I wasn't upset about it at all. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, I, I mean. I really thought it was funny, and so I posted this picture, and because I had ordered a salad, and and I wanted croutons, mm -hmm. and when the salad came, there were like three croutons <laughs> on the whole huge salad, and it just struck me as funny. You're right. I didn't. I wasn't mad. I didn't. I didn't perceive that I was posting something negative. Right. 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 But the the some. The owner of the restaurant, who we, we talked about it, and we fixed it, and it was fine. Right. And I, you know, apologized profusely, you know. But she thought that, like, I was, I was, um, you know. Publicly and, calling her out, giving her a bad Yelp yeah, review. Yeah, and, and, and I wasn't. <laughs> and I, I, from the bottom of my heart, I was not. <laughs> and so it's like sometimes, like, so I just, then that made me go, gosh, my perception, and you know, and I've had this conversation the other day with another friend, like sometimes even texting, you can't tell the mood. I know. And, and so, I mean, I thought I put like a little smiley face and I thought LOL with the croutons. It wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't dissing it at all. The salad was delicious. Right. <laughs> so things get so misinterpreted and, and that's what I don't want. And even in the post that I made the other day, you know, I I was vague enough to cause a question and people were like like super worried about me and that wasn't my intent. <sighs> ah, you so know, I it makes me think and I this is funny. This is a this is just hear me out. Yeah. I'll, I'll make the connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was pregnant with my daughter, I loved the name Adriana. I love that name. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I would love, to, if this is a girl, I would love to name her Adriana. And then I got to thinking about the things that they, that people could call her. Oh. And I thought, oh, I don't want people to call her Odd Oddy or Odd Adriana. You know, I don't want her to be, you know, teased because of her name. And I started thinking about these these ways that people could tease because by then I'd already had two boys. Right. And I could see how both of those boys were already, you know, people were coming up with things about their names. Right. And um, which was just silly. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, my gosh, what are... 
what are some of the names? Oh, I don't want to name her Adriana. What if she's what if she's you know just a, a big old nerd and they call her Odd Oddie and yeah. you know, things like that. <laughs> and odd so Oddie, I, Odd Oddie. So I started you know just thinking, overthinking about <laughs> what I wanted to name my child. And That's her hilarious. name is not Adriana. It ended up being a girl, and her name is not Adriana. But I think that that is something that we do mm-hmm. is we overthink what other people, how other people might perceive us. And then, actually, we can say the most innocent things like the salad, and all of a sudden, you are completely attacked. Mm -hmm. And I remember having a conversation. I mean, my gosh, if this had been on social media, I can just imagine how I would have been attacked. But I had a conversation with a... Um, music minister at a church where I was serving, right? And this particular music minister had a reputation, a long-standing reputation, for not confronting people it, uh, uh, the, with whom he had a disagreement. Okay. So all of a sudden you would find yourself, you know, losing out on parts mm-hmm. or... Um, being kicked out of the choir or whatever, and you wouldn't know why, because he hate he hated confrontation, hated it. So I, I can dig it. No, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's, a confrontation is hard. So one day I said to him, "If you decide to to put this particular woman, give her my job, which I, you know, I I said I'll need to know that." I'll need to know that. In other words, what I'm saying to him was, I really hope that you will communicate with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Sure. And so, that makes sense. And so, about six months later, he put that woman in charge and fired me. And I, and didn't talk to me. Didn't talk to me about why, what I did, anything. And so finally, like six months after that, I finally was able to sit down with him and say, please, please, please tell me what I did to have you replace me with her. Mm -hmm. And his response was, because you sat in my office and said to me, if you put her in charge, I won't do that. What I said was, I want, if you decide to put her in charge, I want to know that. What he heard me say, he just misheard me. Yeah. What he heard me say was, I won't do I that. I won't do that. And he said, I just want you to know that I'm in charge. And that's why I put her in charge is because you seem to have lost sight of the fact that I am the boss. Well, that's just weird. Weird, right? Because he hated confrontation and that's what he did to me. And I just sat there and I said, that is not what I said. And he pointed his finger in my face and said, you're a liar. And I don't even know people who think like you. And I'm thinking to myself, you're thinking. This is you thinking that. You're thinking that I said something I didn't say. You're the one who's twisting and misconstruing things. You know, uh, there was a time when I, um, some guy outside of the theater grabbed me and kissed me when he came out of the theater. Well, he came out and I was standing at the back of the theater to see my friends and he grabbed me and kissed me. And I said to him, uh, you need to not ever do kiss me like that again. That was inappropriate. And then I turned and I realized that there's some family members standing right there who see this happening. 
but I don't know how much they've seen, right? Right, so right, I, right. I don't, I don't, but I go home and tell my husband, well, some members of your family just saw this guy, you know, grab me and kiss me. And he goes, oh, your damn theater friends are going to get us into trouble. And I, we just sort of <laughs> laughed about it, right? We yeah. just sort of laughed about it. Yeah. My, three, four months go by, maybe less, but anyway, a, a period of time goes by, and my husband gets a phone call from a friend of his who lives 300 miles away in San Diego and calls him and says, um, is Liz at home? And he's like, yeah, why? Well, I just got a call from a member of your family telling me that Liz is having an affair and that I need to, quote unquote, pray for you guys. Oh my God. Well, I'm not having an affair. This guy kissed me without my permission and I handled it. Right. But somebody decided that I was doing something I wasn't doing. And even though this situation happened years ago, I have been, this particular situation has never really gone away. Because as little as a couple years ago, a family member called and said, you know what, we believe that you and, and your husband have never forgiven us. And we're praying for God to change your heart. Forgiven you for what? Oh, for that? Yeah, we never forgave them for their for spreading the gossip. Oh. And we're praying for God to change your heart. Well, that's projecting yeah. something that, why, why would you think that we haven't forgiven you? We told you we forgave you. Why are you now bringing this up years later and telling me that not only have we not forgiven you, quote unquote, but you are praying for God to change us. You would rather pray for us to be changed than to come talk to us. Right. <clears throat> that feels shitty. Yeah. That feels really shitty. But I think that that just really encapsulates what kind of goes on on social media. Mm -hmm. We we somebody says something and we make an assumption mm -hmm. about what they mean right just like that guy kissed me and an assumption was made right, about right, what right. was happening well i mean and i know we're all guilty of making assumptions and you know yeah. and it's so it, it's 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 hard to check yourself you know in the middle of making an assumption it's like oh debbie you don't know that right you don't know that that is the case, so just stop. Right. And like you say, if you need to talk to somebody or ask a question, and I and I and I appreciate all the folks who reached out to me privately. Right. In in that moment and asked me, you know, because because it would probably be easy to have made an assumption that maybe something was going on with my health or something like that. Or your marriage. Or my or, marriage. Or, yeah, know, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, you know, I, again, it's like, it's, uh, end of the day, bottom line, all the love really helped me get, get, to the other and, side here of where I am now. And that is and, what community And that's is what community is supposed to do. to do. So a couple of things we need to remember as we're part of, uh, a part of a community. Yeah. Number one, don't make assumptions. Yeah. Don't make assumptions about another person. If you want to know more about what's going on, ask them. 
If they don't want to tell you, respect that. Right. Just respect it and give them what they're asking for, which is just maybe positivity. Maybe it's, um, you know, a meal. I mean, people, I've seen people flat out ask for money and for meals. And you know what? Good for them. Yeah. Uh, we recently went through, you know, a huge series of crises that just, you know, raped us of our savings, basically. Yeah. And you guys have car crises. And it's just, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's bad karma, C-A-R-M-A, <laughs> you know. Bad, we have, but a bunch. We have such bad karma. <laughs> um, and so I, I told my husband, I said, maybe we should put out a GoFundMe. And say, you know what? We have gone through an inordinate amount of struggles, including a, a, a mechanic that stole stole your whole car, stole the whole car, stole yeah. forty five hundred dollars yeah. from us. And um, so maybe we should put out a GoFundMe. And my husband is like, it would be absolutely horrible to realize how little people cared about us, and I am not going to put myself in that situation. So he won't even he. He won't ask for help from because he's worried that from friends because he will be mortified mm-hmm. at how little they care. You know, and so he's projecting. Yeah, he's projecting something that maybe isn't fair, and or yet not, at the same time, we have gone through a lot, and nobody has been there for us. We had a child that went missing, and people weren't there for us, as opposed to. This family whose child is sick and is getting all the love and support. So people decide what what other people, um, uh, um, you know, what's their fault. And they decided that when our child went missing, that was our fault because of... Your parenting or something parenting or whatever. Or whatever was going on. Right. You know, drugs, whatever. That was our fault. As opposed to a family whose child is sick and it's not their fault at all. So they'll come alongside that family, but they won't come alongside a family whose child is on drugs or has gone missing or has run away from home. I, on the other hand, as a mother who's been down that road, I am very aware of those people and want very badly to be there for them. Right, I know you do. Um, And so, because I understand what it's like to, you know, to not have anybody. So I think that community, I, I think that we as a society need to do better mm-hmm. at being a part of a community. We're here in this time, in this space, for a, a reason. Mm-hmm. We could have been born, I mean, you know, biologically, scientifically, I guess we couldn't have been born right. prior to when we were because, you know, it took our parents to it, get it, together. Exactly. <laughs> but... We weren't born in the 1700s or the 1800s. I think of Hamilton. There's a line that says, you know, where look at how great, how wonderful it is to be alive at a time like this. Something mm-hmm. like that they mm-hmm. say in Hamilton. Yeah. To be alive right now. Yeah. And, you know, things were hard in the 1700s. Absolutely. And yet, if you're to believe that, they were so excited to be alive in that time to be affecting yeah. those kinds of changes. Isn't that interesting? And here we are <clears throat> today. We have so many good things all around us, mm-hmm. and we complain about the bad things, but we are here at a time such as this. Yeah. It's, we, are, we are living in a, in a very, very good time of history. 
you know, it's going to be interesting to see yesterday in my, in my, uh, this is kind of a weird left, okay. left turn to take, but, but you two will circle back. Yeah. Well, just, you know, yesterday I, I'm in this thing that's sponsored through the chamber of commerce called leadership Fresno. And I won't go into all of, of that it is, but once a month for a year, you get to go to a class and you get to learn all kinds of things about the city and I love that you say get to yeah yeah I get to learn I mean and I it's fa- I mean I've learned so much about so many people and you get to know the people who are in charge of the different things and, and um, you know healthcare and and uh, farming and agriculture and medical uh, the medical community and so yesterday was environmental day okay. and uh, we got to learn history of, of Fresno City planning and and uh, we spent time at the dump not the dump no it's not the dump it's not the dump it's the it's where um, it's where your garbage goes okay so it's a it's called the Caglia Environmental Center or something like that owned by the Caglia family which is a prominent family in our town and all that to say like I've never been to a place like that before. So it was brand new to, to all of us. I think we were all just kind of dumbfounded at the amount of garbage that just this community makes. We got to walk through the whole plant of how they separate the recycling and the, the plastics. And I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, we just throw our stuff away and we don't oh think about it again. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, and and... I don't, I mean, I have a new respect for my garbage. (laughs) I just will say that. Um, It was fascinating, but we all found ourselves in this conversation about, you know, what is this planet going to look like in 100 years if uh, these problems don't get under control and we don't start learning how to, you know, control the amount of consumption we have and, and you know, plastic bags and bottles and, but I even, you know, I even think about like social media in that context, like just all the things that we like just spew out and I don't know, it's just the world is really, really changing and, and I don't know, I mean, I, you and I won't be around for the, in a hundred years, you know, maybe some of our kids, if, could be right you know maybe medical things will change but boy it makes me just really really think about my own actions and my own words and you know taking my shopping bags and not getting plastic ba- I mean just right. you know being aware of all the little things that we can do just as individuals and that does include our words yeah. You know, and it, it includes small little actions that if we all take them, yeah. the planet can be better, you know. So, so we, we, we definitely are a part of one another's community yeah. because we are alive right now sharing this planet. Mm-hmm. How lucky we are to be alive mm-hmm. at a time like this. Mm-hmm. We are here together mm-hmm. serving one another loving one another you know protecting one another mm-hmm. that is what we're supposed to do because like it or not that person over there who believes in jewish space lasers is a <laughs> part of my community yeah you know and just because i don't find 
anything that I can agree with as far as that person's maybe politics or what they anything. put on anything, <laughs> what they put on social media. What I do know is that they are my community. Well, she's a mom and uh, right. Right, there's uh, you things know, we have in I common, mean, there are you know, like it or not, there yeah. are things we have there in are. common, and I think that it's important to remember mm-hmm. that we have a responsibility to one another. We really do to just care for one another, and you know what, minds and hearts can be changed not by praying to God to change them, because guess what, God has given us free will. And God is not a witch right? <laughs> who just waves a magic wand. That's right. God is a, a, if God is real, she has given us free will. That's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. And so praying for God to change a person when really all that it takes to change a person is sometimes... A card, a card, a kind word, mm-hmm. a loving gesture, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely, absolutely. So, well, I think we've come to the, the end of our time today. We hope you've been... <laughs> we hope you've been blessed. Yes, we do. We hope you've been blessed. We hope you're, you're, too, you're too blessed <laughs> to be stressed. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag blessed. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not making fun. I'm laughing at the absurdity of sometimes of what we do. Yeah. And you know what? Hashtag blessed doesn't really um, uplift my community, but um, just a good I love you can, uh, Amen. can uplift my community. Amen. So I love you, Deb. I love you, Liz. <laughs> More than you know. So, And we love you, our listeners, yeah. and um, we're going to try to get back on track here and be a little more consistent in our in our little sharings, yeah. our little nuggets of wisdom. So, well, yeah. we've got a lot of skeletons in our closet oh, still dear. to be explored. Oh, dear. We still need to bring some more out. There's yeah. more to yeah. come out. And we're going to, we said this earlier on in the year, but we really are going to bring more guests on and yeah. try to be a little more topical and, and some things. So, yeah. Right. Anyway, well, have a blessed day, everybody, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. See you.